A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Your kindness shall be known to all. The Lord is near. Have no anxiety at all, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. Then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. To live out our Christian faith is tough at times. It's difficult at times. But what's interesting is that sometimes the parts of our Christianity that we think are going to be tough end up being not so tough at all. And other parts of Christianity end up being the more difficult parts. When John the Baptist came, he preached a hard line. He said, the Messiah is coming. And so you need to reform. You need to change your life. And it sounded as though he was going to demand something very great from us, something terrible, a terrible sacrifice from us. And yet when they asked John the Baptist concretely, what are we to do? The things that John the Baptist said were not all that difficult. He said, if you have two cloaks, give one of them to the poor. If you have more food than you need, then give away some of your food to the poor. If you were a businessman, practice your business ethically. And if you are a soldier or a person in authority, don't abuse that authority. Don't blackmail people, don't extort them. These are not difficult things. John the Baptist is not asking you to do something tough. This isn't the tough part of Christianity. The tough part is surprising. This is the tough part of Christianity. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. That's what St. Paul tells us in the second reading. Rejoice always, St. Paul, always. And St. Paul has no right to, to be so happy. St. Paul is writing this while he's in prison. He's writing this from a dark and dank prison. And he's very frightened that any day now he's going to be executed. And he writes, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, again I say it, rejoice. This is not a joy that comes in a fleeting way. This is a hard-earned joy, a joy that comes with, with spiritual and emotional work. He had to work to get to this joy. And he's exhorting you and I to do the work that we need to do to get to that joy as well. Two other people who had no business being joyful are Zephaniah and Isaiah. Zephaniah in the first reading, Isaiah in the responsorial psalm that we sang today. Both of these prophets, they lived in a time of great turmoil in dark, dark periods of Israel's history. Israel was torn apart in two when they were proclaiming their message. And, and the people were slowly turning away 
from their faith. They were no longer worshiping. They were no longer going to temple. They weren't going to church anymore. And the government, meanwhile, was imploding in on itself from infighting. Now, does that sound familiar? A nation that is slowly moving away from church and a government that's imploding from infighting? Isaiah and Zephaniah have no right, have no, have no business being joyful. And yet, let's listen to their words again. Zephaniah, shout for joy, O daughter Zion. Sing joyfully, O Israel. Be glad and exult with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. Isaiah, cry out with joy and gladness. Give thanks to the Lord. Acclaim his name. Sing praise to the Lord. Shout with exultation. Like St. Paul, Zephaniah and Isaiah have found a way to be joyful in a dark time. For Judeo-Christians, joy is not just a fleeting emotion that goes and comes. Joy is a hard choice that we make, a choice for a certain disposition within ourselves, regardless of what is going on outside of ourselves. I once worked for uh, an organization, a Catholic organization that worked with street kids in Camden, New Jersey. It was called Hope Works, and their tagline was this, hope is sweaty. Hope is sweaty. Rejoicing, joy is sweaty. It takes work. This Christian virtue of joy in the midst of darkness, we're going to have to roll up our sleeves to do the work of joy. We're going to have to do our own spiritual work to become joyful in our own dark ages, in our own dark times. Jesus has a winnowing fan, according to John the Baptist. He's come with a winnowing fan to winnow out the chaff from the wheat so that he can put the wheat in the barns. What is the chaff? The chaff is cynicism and sarcasm, and anger, and anxiety, and fear. And what is the wheat? Joy and hope. And how is it? How is it that Zephaniah and Isaiah and St. Paul can be joyful in, dark, in such dark times? How did they pull it off? A few Sundays ago, the gospel said this. Jesus spoke in apocalyptic terms, and he said this. He said, sometimes your sun is going to go dark, and your stars are going to fall out of the sky. And he said, when these dark times come, know that your salvation is at hand. He said, stand erect and lift your hands, because the Son of Man, your Savior, is at the gate. St. Paul, he could be joyful in that dark day of his life, in that dark prison cell. He could be joyful because he knew that his salvation was at hand, that his Savior was at the gate. Imagine that your favorite football team, I presume it's the Saints for all of us, right? 
Imagine that your favorite football team is playing a game today and, and you don't have time to watch it. You get it recorded on TV. You don't have time to watch it, but you're going to watch it later. But before you get to watch the recording, you hear from a friend that the Saints had a really rough game. They were losing all throughout the game, but at the very end, they pulled it through and they won. Now you're watching the recording of this game. And it's really hard for you to watch your, your beloved team get beat up so badly. But you know a secret. You know that there's going to be a victory at the end. That's how Zephaniah and Isaiah and St. Paul can rejoice in dark times. They can rejoice because they know that their victory is going to come in the end. They know that, that their Savior is at the gate, that their salvation is at hand. Advent is a season of darkness when we wait in darkness. But we do not wait in despair, in fear, in anxiety. We wait in joyful anticipation. We wait with joy in our hearts because we know that our Savior is at hand. I'm sure you have no business being joyful. I'm sure you can come up with all kinds of reason why you shouldn't be joyful today. But rejoice in the Lord anyway. Rejoice anyway. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say it. Rejoice. Because your salvation is at hand. Your Savior is at the gate. <laughs>